This is the post-game podcast on the Blood Red channel, bringing you all the big match reaction with views from the press box, the dugout and the stands. Liverpool cruise through in the Carabao. Seven put past Lincoln with Curtis Jones and Takumi Minamino coming to the fore to set up a fourth round tie with Arsenal. I'm Guy Clark. This is the post-game podcast on the Blood Red channel as the Reds see off League One Lincoln with a number of players offering a timely reminder to Jurgen Klopp as to what they can offer. Coming up, Klopp revels in the night's entertainment. I like the game. You're right. The goals were spectacular. Um, a lot of time, the football was spectacular. The Echo's chief LFC writer, Ian Doyle, impressed with Curtis Jones' showing. Then became the Curtis Jones uh, show just before half-time. He scored twice inside four minutes. Plus, we hear from you, the fans. The goals that we scored tonight, Curtis Jones in particular... I mean, they were all competing for goal of the season, really. Insight, analysis and opinion all to come right here on the Post Game Podcast. The Post Game Podcast on the Blood Red Channel. Job done here for Liverpool in the Carabao Cup in their third round tie at Lincoln City. They have won by an incredible seven goals to two. It's the first time ever that Liverpool have won an away game by that scoreline. And to be perfectly honest, it could have been a lot more uh, in terms of Liverpool absolutely dominated the first half. Lincoln were extremely compliant and they kept on making the same mistake, the League One side, of just basically sitting off and letting Liverpool, sitting off and letting Liverpool shoot. And the Reds scored some cracking goals in the first half. I mean, some of their interplay was excellent, but ultimately it was the finishing that, that made the difference. Uh, it all started in the ninth minute. Zerdan Shakiri uh, with a free kick from the edge of the area, killed him brilliantly from 20 yards with his left foot after Curtis Jones had been fouled. Uh, and Curtis Jones in, would end up being the game's best player. Second goal, uh, that was a goal from uh, Takumi Minamino. That came from good pressing play from Liverpool. Uh, Harvey Elliott won the ball from a Lincoln defender, uh, fed it to Divacarigi, then set up Minamino for an excellent finish. He put it into the top corner. Uh, then became the Curtis Jones uh, show just before half time. He scored twice inside four minutes. The first one was uh, a good ball out uh, from the back from Reese Williams, who was surprised debutant alongside a, a surprise starter, Virgil van Dijk. Uh, Reese Williams, the 19 year old, who's come through the academy ranks centre back. He played a diagonal into the area. Divica Rigi knocked it down, and it was uh, put away pretty emphatically by Curtis Jones. And then, as I say, four minutes later, Harvey Elliott, with Liverpool on the attack, just played a square ball. Curtis Jones came onto it, he turned past one defender, got into the box, regained his foot in, and absolutely blasted one in, which uh, took a deflection and went into the goal and a half. If it was 4-0 uh, Job done you'd, you'd probably think And you'd be right I mean let's put it this way That uh, Virgil van Dijk went off uh, He was replaced by Fabinho And Liverpool went 5-0 up Within seconds of the restart For the second half And uh, this time it was Jones putting through Elliot. Elliot had the shot saved By the uh, Lincoln goalkeeper Palmer Came out to Minimino who, who tucked it away for 5-0 And after that It became a, a game where To be honest Lincoln were just desperate to score and they did get two goals in the second half. Uh, in between, Marco Gruic scored his first goal for Liverpool. This was his first appearance for the Reds since December 2017. It was interesting that, that he played, given the fact that he's one of the players that's been tipped to leave uh, before the transfer deadline uh, a week on Monday. Uh, also, Harry Wilson, who's, who's yeah, attracted interest from Burnley, he was on the bench, but there was no Ryan Brewster and there was no Loris Carrier, so whether or not that drops a hint over, over their respective futures at the club, uh, we'll soon find out in the coming days. But Gruwich scored, as I say, his first goal for the Reds uh, with a shot from the edge of the area, which I think the keeper, who didn't have the best of games for Lincoln, could have done better with. And uh, to be perfectly honest, Lincoln did, as I say, gave it a go in the second half. Obviously, the, the game was won for Liverpool by then. Adrian, who was in the Reds' goal, he made a couple of good saves. 
Um, but the final goal came to Liverpool and Origi who overall was quiet but as I said I've just mentioned his name a few times he was involved in a lot of the goals uh, it was a, a break and he managed to st- shoot straight through the goalkeeper I think it was in the 89th minute uh, there were a couple of other debutants for Liverpool uh, Costa Simicas he was pretty comfortable actually at left back I was, I was fairly impressed with, with how he did seemed to slot in and he, he he did well going forward he didn't seem to be troubled too much as none of the Liverpool players were defensively and in the second half of the second half Diogo Jota came on obviously the £41 million uh, signing from Wolverhampton Wanderers he slotted in the left uh, wasn't really massively involved it was just uh, good for him to get some minutes to be honest I mean Jurgen Klopp in the second half he was remonstrating a little bit with his players but I think he was he was fairly happy afterwards I mean he even said that there was only positives to be taken from this game the likes of Nico Williams got a game um, and overall Liverpool can be fairly happy as you have to be when you come to a place like Lincoln could have been a tricky game and I mean we've said this time and time again but the lack of fans does make a difference especially in games like this and I think Liverpool benefited from that because you know, there was no real in terms of atmosphere there was while well, you know, the, the, the new surprisingly numerous Lincoln officials who were in here certainly cheered on their goals and their near chance in the second half there wasn't really much of a, a problem for Liverpool and they will go through to the next round and they will play Arsenal next week ahead of a league game of course against Arsenal Our Chief LFC writer Ian Doyle at Sintelbank for the Echo as Liverpool ran out 7-2 winners against Lincoln. A great night for the Reds in particular, Curtis Jones and Takumi Minamino, each of those with a brace and what a free kick by Jordan Shakiri. What did Jurgen Klopp make of the action? Here he is speaking with the media after the game. Yeah, Jürgen, um, a spectacular night in some ways with those those goals. I mean, um, a few of the boys who don't usually play make compelling cases really um, took their opportunity to shine. Oh, yeah. Everybody used the opportunity tonight uh, to, to show up. That's, that, that's very important. Um, and um, I don't know what you mean with usually don't play because we only played two games and who will play in this season. We will see it during the season. And it's not decided yet. And um, and so my door is always open if a player shows um, desire because they all can play football. That's why they are at Liverpool. So shows desire, which we saw tonight, who showed attitude, we saw tonight, who show so many things of what I like and what we want to see when when a Liverpool team um, shows up. Then um, there, there's a big chance. There's a big chance that a lot of that you get a lot of games during the season. So. I like the game. You're right. The goals were spectacular. Um, a lot of time, the football was spectacular. Free kick from from Shaki was absolutely outstanding. Um, the goals from Curtis, great. The counter pressing situation before Taki scored a goal, absolutely exceptional. So really, a lot of lot of good things, and that's why we came here. We wanted to win, but we wanted to play good as well. And so um, I saw a good game. Great stuff. Thank you. Thanks. Don, we'll go to Carl Markham. Carl, and then after that, we'll go to uh, Hideo, I think. So, anyone else, please put your hand up. Carl. Hi, again. Um, as you said, another good night for Curtis Jones. Was it sort of an ideal match for him to play in? What do you mean? Ideal match for him to play I think each game is ideal for Curtis to play in. So, um, because um, of, the, of the quality, yes, and the skills, yes. Um, <laughs> First half really good, start second half really good, and then yeah, left, so there's still space for for improvement, obviously. But we, I think we, um, everybody knows uh, my opinion about Curtis Jones. So um, he's a, he's an exceptional talent, and um, we will we will have some fun with him. I'm pretty sure in the future. It just meant in, in this sort of game, he, he gets a chance to show his personality, maybe to get gets a little bit more time, a little bit more space to to show that personality. 
Both goals were, were difficult. I think um, I'm not now not sure. I think the second goal was um, first touch of him, absolutely exceptional between two uh, two opponents. Then really opens up, seizes the, the, the opportunity and finishes it off. It was slightly deflected, but that's just exceptional. So the goals were all the goals we scored were really really good tonight. And um, yes, Curtis enjoyed obviously hard work tonight. Hi, Jürgen. Can I just uh, ask your thoughts on Minamino's performance tonight? And also, uh, with Jota's arrival, uh, would his main position be now in the centre rather than playing in some several different positions? Oh, I, I loved I loved Kaki's game tonight, to be honest. It was absolutely outstanding, involved in so many situations. So more and more, I think we all we all realise um, where, where his where, where his qualities are. Um he is wherever he will play in the end he will end up in the center. So that's um, if he if he if he plays the left wing or the right wing, he will play in the half spaces or the center because that's where he where he has his real strength. And it looked really well. And, and if you saw we had like seven times or to get the opponent seven times a kickoff and <laughs> the first guy who chased the kickoff again, the guy who received the pass was Taki. So he set the rhythm for all these pressing and counter-pressing situations. And I, I really, really like the game tonight. Thank you. And then Connor Dunn to finish with is the last question. And then we're going to call it because it's freezing cold. Connor. I was just wondering about Jordan Shakiri, who he played excellently tonight. Wondered what you made of his performance and sort of him going forward this season or what's going to happen with him? Oh, it's, uh, first and foremost, super game, super game from Shaki in a, in a quite, I'm not sure, unfamiliar, but um, position, uh, really slightly deeper in midfield. He did it really, really well. And um, I was, I, was my fault. Huh? I thought he, <laughs> I was afraid. He's completely fine. He, he, got, he, he twisted his ankle slightly, but absolutely nothing. Um, he just um, touched it twice, and I thought it, oh, it's nothing. He stopped it. Um, but I, I think it was anyway good then to take him off, um, but he played a really, really good game and uh, the, the set pieces were outstanding and especially the free kick he scored with what a goal that was. Um, so there's no doubt about about Jack Shaki's um, quality, was never, um, and in the moment everything looks, looks really good, looks promising and we will see. The Post Game Podcast on the Blood Red Channel. Time to head into the Blood Red Podcast Facebook group now. Eric Belt writes rather simply, Curtis Jones is okay at football. Might be understatement of the uh, of the year so far there, Eric, if not maybe of the decade. Keith Holden says, job well done tonight. Real mix of players, youngsters looking to show what they can do. Some players putting themselves in the shop window and others showing they can push for a first team place. No arguments who the main man was tonight. Step forward, Mr. Jones. Curtis is skillful, confident on the ball and works his socks off. Thoroughly deserved his goals again, showing he'll be a real threat in and around on the first team an honourable mention to Shaq was very lively buzzed about and his delivery was always a threat roll on Monday some payback is due against the Gunners up the champions and also Stephen Mowers writes Shakiri, so good to see him out on the pitch and how about that free kick 
as I said before, an absolutely tremendous strike by Shakiri. Well, if you want to get involved with us here on Post Game, all you need to do is search for the Blood Red Podcast Group on Facebook, request to join, and like that, your thoughts could be here with us on the Post Game Pod. Final word on the night's action goes to one of our regular contributors with her take on the game. It's Hannah. A very impressive performance from Liverpool tonight, and I think that's very much testament to the squad depth that we have now. You know, whether that be the signings that we've made or the incredible talent that we've got coming through and the likes of Harvey Elliott, Curtis Jones and, and Nico Williams. So, um, we, you know, we have struggled with games like this in the past. So to come out of it 7-2, I think, is very, very impressive. And hopefully we can continue that on next week when we face Arsenal twice. <laughs> um but yeah, I think Klopp very much got the team selection spot on. I was happy to see Van Dyke start and usually he wouldn't risk, you know, his big name players. So I thought that was a very, very good decision to make, especially with how open the game became in the second half when he wasn't on the pitch. Um, so the fact that we were able to pretty much get the game won in the first half and then and then take him off, I thought, you know, very good there. Um, and all the youngsters in the back line as well, I thought were, you know, did the job really um probably helps having Virgil van Dijk alongside you but they didn't really put a foot wrong and neither did Adrian which was good to see um pretty unfortunate last season with some of the performances and particularly the Atletico Madrid game so that can quite easily knock someone's confidence but you know he stepped up when he needed to didn't really put a foot wrong so not too much to complain with Adrian there he made some pretty decent saves um but the goals that we scored tonight, Curtis Jones in particular, I mean, they were all competing for goal of the season, really. But that that turn for his second goal was a little bit naughty from Curtis Jones, really. But some phenomenal finishes and, and the confidence that he plays with for such a young player is so impressive. And, you know, I'd be shocked to, you know, if he didn't make it in this Liverpool team. So he's playing way beyond his years and, and that's brilliant to see. Harvey Elliott as well offered a lot obviously didn't play the full 90 but you know he was as impressive as he always is his vision his touch everything um and Minamino's goals as well starting to wonder which game does he start next week against Arsenal I think he's starting to really earn a Premier League start which I would like to see quite soon um but he he some very impressive goals tonight um Origi's a difficult one though I was ready to come on here and, and complain about Origi a little bit because he didn't really offer much but then he steps up very late on with a goal and that's the most frustrating thing I would say about Divock Origi is he can do absolutely nothing for 85 minutes and then just crop up with a goal and then you can't really slate him so <laughs> yeah that's a difficult one but you know Shakiri's free kick as well um you know we, we know what Shakiri's capable of um and he exemplified that perfectly tonight um but yeah very impressive overall it is worth noting as well just how impressive Fabinho was again at centre half I think we all know he was pretty much man of the match against Chelsea best player on the pitch last week and he's very much continued that form on again this week I'd say I'm quite satisfied with him as our fourth choice centre half I think the concerns come more with the injuries as opposed to his actual ability in that position. But, I mean, if he can perform like that every time he has to play there, then I think we should be just about okay. 
obviously on to Arsenal next week, twice. <laughs> Both games at Anfield though, so not too much to complain about there. But obviously there'll be two very, very different teams and two very different games. Um, you know, we faced Arsenal at a similar time last season in the Carabao Cup, which ended in a penalty shootout at Anfield in front of the cop. Curtis Jones <laughs> scoring the winning penalty, so hopefully we can repeat that next week. Hannah Pinnock reacting to the Red 7-2 win over Lincoln City at Sinselbank. And what a professional job it was. Back to league action, of course, on Monday as Arsenal make the first of their two visits next week to Anfield. We'll be back with all the reaction you need after that one here on Post Game. In the meantime, keep across the Blood Red channel wherever it is you get your audio on demand as we bring you our writers from the Echo Sports Desk's thoughts in Friday's Blood Red podcast as we preview Arsenal's Premier League visit. Plus, Jurgen Klopp's pre-match press conference will also be available for you on the feed if you get a chance to leave us a rating or review share or subscribe it's always much appreciated that's all for now though catch you next time here on blood red you've been listening to the post game podcast on the blood red channel